Hey everyone, Disney Cruise Line is still running its annual 50% off required deposit promotion, which runs until February 15th. We are extending our onboard credit offer until the end of Disney's promotion. If you book a cruise with us, we'll give you an additional $50 in onboard credit on top of the credit that you'll already receive from us. So if you were considering a cruise in 2019 or 2020, now is a great time to book. But the offer is almost over, so send us an email to get started at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 36 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and before we get started with today's show, I first wanted to just take a quick minute just to thank, uh, just to thank you all for listening to my show. Uh, I I've received a couple of nice messages um, from some of the listeners over the last couple of weeks, which I just wanted to say really really mean a lot to me. Uh, they were really encouraging, so I I really appreciate that. Um, I also wanted to mention that if you enjoy listening to the show, I, I really would appreciate. Um, uh, you drop in a review on iTunes or wherever else it is that you listen, uh, that would be awesome. But beyond that, I'd love to do a show coming up here pretty soon responding to listener questions. So if you have any Disney Cruise specific questions, um, I'd love to, to, to take those and, um, and, uh, and respond to them on the show. So, uh, if you have any, send them to me and I'll, I'll try to try to answer them on the show. Uh, I'll kind of compile a list of questions until I get enough to uh, to make an episode out of it. So uh, tweet it, tweet them to me, uh, send them to me on Facebook. However, however you want to get them to me, just uh, um, give me your questions and I'll try to get them on the show. Today's episode is a best of episode, and we are going to be talking about the best currently running Broadway style stage shows. I I have to <laughs> I have to preface it with currently running because there have been some um, some shows that have been retired that I believe would still uh, would still rank up at the top of this list, at least uh, for me. Specifically, Hercules, The Musical, and Villains Tonight. Those are two uh, very popular shows with others, with other Disney Cruise Line fans, but also uh, two of my favorites as well. And uh, unfortunately, they are not playing on board any of the ships anymore, but uh, uh, those probably would have been in my top top you know top stage shows list but we are excluding those for the purpose of this show and to help me out with this show i actually enlisted the help um of a of a couple polls so i i asked disney cruise fans what their favorite currently running broadway style stage shows were uh because i I didn't want to just give my opinions i wanted to see what other disney cruise line fans thought so for reference, ju- just real quick, the, the shows that are currently running across the fleet are as follows. On the Dream, you have Beauty and the Beast, The Golden Mickeys, and Disney's Believe. On the Fantasy, you have um, Aladdin, A Musical Spectacular, Disney Wishes, and Disney's Believe. So you have Believe on the Dream and the Fantasy. 
On the Wonder, you have Frozen, a musical spectacular, Disney Dreams, an enchanted classic, and the Golden Mickeys. And finally, on the Magic, you have Tangled, the musical, uh, Disney Dreams, enchanted classic again on the Magic, and uh, Twice Charmed, an original twist on the Cinderella story. So in total, there are nine unique shows across the fleet. As I mentioned, I, I wanted to know um, what other Disney Cruise Line fans thought, and the results the results are pretty interesting to me. So of the 400 and th- uh, 403 people that responded uh, across the multiple polls that I put up, 27% of the people said Beauty and the Beast was their favorite. Uh, 21% preferred Aladdin, a musical spectacular. 14% liked Disney's Believe. 11% preferred Tangled. And rounding out the top five was Disney Dreams at 8%. Um, And the rest of the rankings were Frozen, the Golden Mickeys, Twice Charmed, and Disney Wishes, which which only got six votes out of uh, over 400. So I thought that was pretty interesting that Disney Wishes uh, was that unpopular. But... um, one thing that uh, that I suspect, based on the results of these polls, is that the majority of the the responders have um, maybe haven't sailed the Magic class ships, so uh, the Wonder or the Magic. The top three shows that I just mentioned that people voted on are all on either the Dream or the Fantasy, um, and there was a pretty big drop off uh, from first place to second place. So between Beauty and the Beast. Um, and what was it between Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin? So a lot of people responding, uh, that they like those, uh, those shows that are on the dream and the fantasy. So it could be that, or it could just mean that, uh, that Beauty and the Beast is just that much better than, uh, than the other shows, which is definitely not out of the question. I think that's definitely a possibility. Unfortunately, I have not seen it yet. It was uh, it was a show that was added just a couple weeks after uh, my family last sailed on the Dream. We thought maybe we were gonna uh, <laughs> catch it just in time, but it didn't work out that way, unfortunately. So uh, we missed it. So I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I'm sure it's amazing. From what I've heard, it's very very good. And uh, the other the. Uh, um, the other thing I'll say is the the only other show on this list that I haven't seen yet is Frozen, uh, so I can't give my personal thoughts on these two shows. Uh, Frozen is of course on the Wonder. I have not been on the Wonder since the dry dock where it added um, 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 Tiana's place, and I also haven't been on it since uh, Frozen was added. So definitely uh, hoping to get on the back on the Wonder again here pretty soon. It is my favorite ship, or at least it. Uh, has always been my favorite ship. I haven't uh, haven't uh, been able to experience it lately to make to to test whether that's still the case or not. Um, I really enjoyed our our my family and I really enjoyed our, our last trip on the Magic. So uh, definitely, uh, I think is going to give the the Wonder a run for her money. So anyway, uh, so I just mentioned what uh, what fellow uh, Disney Cruise Line fans thought. Now I am going to give you my top five, and so um, I a disclaimer here. I I am going to assume I'm going to go ahead and assume that Beauty and the Beast 
will fall somewhere in my top five. So uh, just saying that I, I reserve the right to reorder these at a later date. So don't, <laughs> don't hold me to these top five. Um, I'm not quite sure that Frozen would make my top five. I, uh, not a... I mean, I like the movie. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, uh, you know, I, I, it was <laughs> it was crazy how popular it got. I, I like I said, I think it's a good movie, but um, I'm not uh, obsessed with it by any means. But uh, I obviously won't know how I I feel about the show until I've seen it. I it has gotten very good reviews from people that I've talked to and and things that I've read. So uh, I I am definitely looking forward to seeing it, but. Not sure that it would uh, would make my top five because the ones that are in my top five, I, I really, really like. So here we go in descending order. Number five for me is Disney's Believe. So I'm going to, uh, for for each of these, or I think for most of these, I'm going to go ahead and read the, the Disney Cruise Line description of the shows real quick before I get into um, kind of my take on them. But uh, so for Disney's Believe, discover a heartfelt tale of a loving daughter determined to make her studious father see life beyond work. All it takes is a bit of faith and a dash of magic. The story begins in the garden of Dr. Cornelius Greenaway, a brilliant botanist captivated with cultivating his precious plants. The good doctor is so passionate about his garden that he forgets what day it is, his daughter's birthday. That night, Sophia, his daughter, makes an emotional wish, and something incredible happens. Jeannie, from Disney's Aladdin, comes to the rescue. Joined by a host of characters, Jeannie takes Dr. Greenaway on a magical ride into the world of Disney stories. Along the way, the doctor makes a personal discovery. Magic isn't fantasy, but a remarkable reality that has touched both him and his daughter. So this is the one, uh, you know, where the, the, the father is out in his garden and, um, you know, he's, he's really obsessed with his plants and the daughter is asking him about, um, you know, believing in magic and he kind of tells her that, you know, it's not real. And so he goes on this whole journey um, and by the end of the show, he believes. So I'm pretty sure that uh, this show would probably fall out of my top five once I see the other two shows, especially uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast, because I, I just I I don't I don't <laughs> I don't really like this show. I, I I do love this style of show with you know the with the Disney with the classic Disney songs and the scenes, but there's. There's just something about it that doesn't really draw me in. And I think after thinking about it, I think what it is, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's the genie for me. So don't get me wrong. He, uh, he is a fantastic, fantastic character. He's awesome at the part. He's very funny. Um, he's very energetic, very lively, but you know, if you're watching the show, particularly on the fantasy, the genie is essentially the same character between, um, between Disney, Disney's Believe and also Aladdin, the, the musical spectacular. Um, and I, I think he just starts to wear on me a little bit. So it's just a little bit hard for me to sit through that show. Uh, the show, though, features scenes and songs from Aladdin, Peter Pan, Cinderella, Mary Poppins, The Princess and the Frog, The Lion King, and, and some other ones as well. <laughs> of course, if you put a, a a circle of life arrangement in a show, it, it's going to boost it significantly, especially for me. I'm a huge fan of the Lion King soundtrack. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a, a huge fan of some of the other 
songs and arrangements of the show. They're not sort of my go-to uh, classic Disney movies. So I think those reasons, I, the show is great. It, you know, you should definitely see it if you're um, if you if you haven't seen it before. But um, it's it's not one that I I like to go to uh, repeatedly. Uh, the I will say though the original song in this show, uh, "What Makes the Garden Grow," to me is, is a huge hit. I, I find myself <laughs> singing it to myself all the time, and, and I'll uh, I'll even catch my son singing it every now and then. So I'm a big fan of of that song. Uh, and like I said, the show is the show is great. It just uh, it's not it's not one that my family goes out to see every time uh, it's it's offered. Number four for me is Aladdin, a musical spectacular. Uh, in general, I would say I I've always been a big fan of Disney Cruise Lines adaptation of um, excuse me adaptations of Disney movies. The this particular musical stays pretty true to the movie and has some um, some pretty cool special effects. Like I mentioned before, Genie is in this show uh, and he's great. He steals the show. He's really funny. He's highly energetic. Uh, he's really fun to watch. The show includes all your favorite songs from the movie and a couple new songs that were specifically created for the production by uh, by Alan Menken, who is an Oscar award-winning composer. So that's pretty cool. The the classic song "Friend Like Me," the one that that Disney, uh, excuse me, that Genie sings when um, you know when they're in the cave and and Aladdin's going to get the lamp. It's, uh, of course, performed by Genie, but it's definitely one of the highlights of the show. They do a really awesome job uh, with kind of turning that whole scene into a, a, a really cool stage production. So definitely one of the highlights of the show. So is the flying carpet scene where the entire stage is filled with fog and then the fog spills out over the front of the stage. Um, and Aladdin and Jasmine are, are essentially flying through the air on the clouds above the stage. It's it's pretty cool. Um and uh, I'm also a big fan of the the puppetry the puppetry that's used in several of the shows throughout the fleet. Um, and Iago in this particular show is great. The the actor does an awesome job with him, and uh, he's he's a great puppet as well. Number three is the Golden Mickey's. So for this one, you're invited to a Hollywood-style awards show with spectacular songs and special appearances by Mickey and friends. Delight in a very special night of Disney's cinematic magic while celebrating the star in us all. Just as the music tunes up and the performance is about to begin, there's a commotion backstage. The master of ceremonies has failed to appear, so a bashful stage manager must take over as the host of the big event because it's well known the show must go on. I... I absolutely love the show. It's been around for a long time, and I I thought for a little while that they were sort of trying to phase it out, uh, but it's uh, it it's still in a regular rotation. Um, I watched this show. I th- I'm pretty sure on my very first cruise years and years ago, and the experience for this show starts before the stage show even begins so outside the theater uh they have red carpets set up so it gives the the appearance of a of a red carpet arrival um and of course they have their their shipside celebrity rona rivers uh who is providing live commentary and is interviewing guests as, as they arrive so uh it's there's a you know there's a, a decent chance that your your family may get picked to to 
do an interview with her. And uh, the interview is fed live onto the screens inside the theater. So if you're sitting in your seat, it'll come up on the screens, the the live interview that's going on back out uh, in the lobby where you uh, first entered. So I think that's pretty cool. It kind of gives that, you know, Hollywood uh, award show arrival feeling, which uh, I think is a pretty cool touch. So like, like I just mentioned, the show is set up like an award show. Uh, with the song and dance numbers throughout the show that uh, pay homage to the magic and storytelling of Disney. So they have a heroes category with performances by Quasimodo, Tarzan, and uh, and Shang from Mulan. And they also have a villains category with a, a, a great performance by Cruella DeVille. And probably the thing that I love the most about this show is just the number of different scenes and songs that it has. So it has so many classics with a huge variety of characters that you really don't see anywhere else. You, you know, so the, um, you're not going to see them in character meet and greets or, uh, or anything like that, but they'll come out on stage, which I think is really fun to see. And the show just in general, just makes you feel good. You'll, um, you'll definitely cheer for the host. Her name is Ensign Benson. And uh, she starts out as this st- shy uh, stage manager who's sort of uh, forced into the role of hosting the show. Um, and by the end of it, she's just transformed into this really confident award show host. And so it's fun to cheer for her throughout the, uh, throughout the show. And the highlight for me of this show comes near the end when the stage... Uh, which has a, a huge silhouette cutout of Mickey Mouse holding, kind of holding his hand up in the air. So the stage darkens, uh, and then when the lights come back on, Mickey Mouse is standing inside that silhouette, kind of doing the same pose. And he just stands there for a second, and it takes the crowd a minute to realize what's going on. And then when the crowd finally realizes that Mickey's standing there, um, when they finally see realize what they're seeing, the the cheers are always really loud for that part. So that's pretty cool. And it kind of gives me um, kind of gives me chills a little bit when the lights come back on and he's standing there. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, and then there's a dance number at the end that includes all the characters from the show, including Mickey and Minnie themselves. It's just uh, it's really great. I I love the Golden Mickey's. I hope. Um, you know, I hope it continues to stick around. They, they could, you know, they could always use some updates to it, but, um, but I'm a big fan of this show. Number two for me is Tangled, the musical. So I'll start again with Disney's description of the show. The story remains true to the Disney movie with just enough of a twist for a live stage production. Reuniting uh, such characters as the spirited yet sweet Rapunzel, handsome bandit Flynn Rider, evil villainous Mother Gothel, and of course the palace horse Maximus, a steed bent on personal mission. Follow Rapunzel's journey as she escapes the confines of her tower and the clutches of her evil sham of a mother who conceals the truth about Rapunzel's royal roots. Rapunzel and Flynn strike up an unlikely friendship, and when an unexpected romance blossoms between the adventurous pair, together they face down ruffians and thugs. But dare they defy Mother Gothel? So it's definitely true. The this uh, this stage show stays very true to the movie, which which I'm always a fan of in these uh, in these adaptations. I, I don't I don't very much like when a, a show calls itself the name of a movie, but then takes uh, too many creative liberties and, and alters the story too much. So that's not the case with this show. Sure, there are some new scenes, but they they definitely blend in seamlessly, and I I think they're great. And Alan Menken once again lent his creative talents to this production, 
uh, and helped create three new original songs for the show. My favorite one being, uh, it's called Wanted Man, and it's a song that uh, Flynn Rider performs, and it'll definitely have you singing it in your head throughout the rest of your, of your cruise. It's it's really great. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, the, the Wanted Man song and scene, so uh, be sure to, to look out for that. I have only seen this show once, so it I would say it definitely has the potential to be my favorite. Um, there's lots of really good things I like about it. The sets are amazing. The cast is really great. Um, and it, it also helps just that I'm a, a huge fan of the movie and the songs in the movie. Uh, and my wife, same thing, is uh, Rapunzel is her favorite Disney princess. It's her favorite Disney movie. So um, we're big fans of, of Tangled. When we sailed back in November, Mother Gothel was played by a Broadway performer. I, I, I wish I wish I could remember her name. I was looking to see if we still had the, the playbill from the show, but I could not find it. Um, so I don't remember her name, but she was just, she was fantastic. I mean... All the performers on, you know, on, on all the ships that we've been on are really, really good. But uh, I thought she was definitely a standout. So that was pretty cool to be on while she was on. I don't know. I'm not sure if she's a regular or if um, she just she just joined the cast for a short time. I'm not sure. So uh, hope, hopefully she's a regular because she was, she was really, really good. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Maximus. He is awesome. The, the puppeteers are so good at making you not even uh, look at the person controlling the puppet. Um, and they <laughs> they have all his mannerisms from the show. They're, they're just spot on. And, and he, it's, it's a huge puppet. He's, he's, he's really cool. So um, that's definitely a highlight of the show for me. And I think the other, just the other tangled theming that goes on around the ship has a lot to do with, um, with how you end up feeling about the show. The the Disney Magic is very tangled focus, so th- of course they have the show, but um, they also also with the addition of Rapunzel's royal table and O'Gill's turns into the snuggly duckling on the the nights of the show. So I think with all that, it just it makes you realize how much you love the show and love the characters and the songs. So. Uh, I think that I definitely think that is part of it. Overall, though, if you're a fan of the movie, you'll definitely be a huge fan of this show as well. So, definitely uh, in my top top two. Number one, it may come as a bit of a surprise, but uh, it's Disney Dreams, an enchanted classic. So, this is another show that has been around for a long time, uh, but there's there's just something about it that makes me want to watch it every time we're sailing on. Uh, on the wonder or the magic. So uh, enjoy a touching story about a little girl named Anne-Marie who can't seem to find it in her heart to believe. The story begins one night as Anne-Marie, almost asleep, is visited by several beloved Disney characters. Each recounts a tale complete with rousing renditions of treasured songs. Delight as Mickey, Minnie, the Blue Fairy, Peter Pan, and friends reveal the secret powers of the heroes residing within her home and heart journey with Anne Marie as she learns how to believe in herself. You'll see the strength of positive thinking and be reminded about the ways that an optimistic and encouraging attitude can have an effect on the whole world. So this is another one of uh, Disney cruise lines shows that has um, a basic storyline that plays throughout, but mixes in just a bunch of Disney's classic songs and scenes uh, just throws a bunch of Disney IP in there similar to the way Disney's believe and the golden Mickey's, um, do like I discussed before. 
This uh, particular show was actually an award-winning show for Disney uh, when it first began. Um, and uh, and they've made some updates to it over the years, They've you know, since new movies have come out. But the basic storyline has remained mostly the same. This was also one of the shows that I, I saw very early on in my cruising days. So there's definitely a bit of a, a nostalgia factor for me. But um, it's also one of those shows that just brings back childhood memories for me from when I used to to watch these shows when I was a kid. So uh, the, uh, the, the Lion King scene in the show is also, in my opinion, the best of all the Lion King scenes across uh, all the shows in the fleet. The performers uh, take over the aisles and, and the rendition of Circle of Life will will uh, will just leave you with goosebumps. I I mean, it pretty much always does for me, regardless of the show, but this particular one uh, does it the most. And then, to me, the icing on the cake is at the end when they show kind of an exterior shot of the ship up on the screens. So it's just, it's meant to look like it's a, a you know a, a video of your ship out on the out on, out at sea. But Tinkerbell flies in, circles it, and then sprinkles the pixie dust over it with her wand, and you can see the pixie dust kind of taking over the ship, and then it brings the magic inside to the theater. So that's uh that's about all I'm going to say about that, but when I f- when I remember when I first experienced it, uh, this as a kid, I was just absolutely mesmerized. So, uh, kudos to to Disney for doing that. If you're if you're sailing on the magic or the wonder, you definitely do not want to miss this show. It's the best. I I love Disney Dreams. It's my favorite, and uh, I will I'll definitely go every time we're we're sailing uh, on a ship where it is played. So. Uh, there you have it. That's the five best currently running Broadway-style stage shows across the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Remember, I had to uh, qualify that. I haven't seen uh, two of the you know really popular ones, so uh, those could potentially fall into the uh, top five as well. But uh, I'll just say that overall, the majority of the shows that are offered are, are can't miss. Uh, maybe except for... Uh, twice charmed which i am not a big fan of but uh you should still go see it um but especially if if you're a first-time cruiser you don't want to want to really miss any of them um even if they weren't uh in this list so i i think disney does a really fantastic job with these and and the performers all the performers on on those ships work really really hard to uh, to really just bring you an amazing experience. So definitely don't want to miss out on these Broadway-style shows. It's one of the things that makes Disney, uh, cruising with Disney um, special and different, sets them apart from the other cruise lines, in my opinion anyway, uh, are these uh, Disney-themed Broadway-style stage shows. So go check them out. And what do you think? Did I did I get this list right? Do you disagree? Uh, send me a message to let me know. And uh, as always, thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.